every night in the club DJ turn my song on Yeah, it's the shit right here We gon' tear this motherfucking club up Welcome back to the Powerhouse Podcast It's good to see y'all again It's first video back in a in a while um, Got the setup going Got my good friend right here, so let's just, uh, you know, get into it. Before I say anything else, though, I want to say thank you guys for uh, tuning in. You could be doing anything else, but you guys are here, like, just watching our podcast. So, appreciate it. Uh, Nate, why don't you introduce yourself? What's your name? What you doing? And, uh, you know, who are you? How y'all doing? Um, so, my name is Nate, but most people know me as Frisco. Um, I'm a young entrepreneur. I'm 21 years old. And, yeah, I got a shoe business. That's pretty much my bread and butter uh my resell shoes buy sell trade y'all can look me up on instagram at frisco's kicks lowercase f underscore kicks with the z at the end um but yeah how you doing bro i'm good bro it's good to see you it's been a, it's been a week since i've seen you last yeah. week was fun christmas yeah, long 21st time, long time coming bro you've been asking me about podcasts it's, it's dope bro you got a dope setup appreciate it you bro. know it's like i gotta support my people so it's like I know, bro. I appreciate it. And, hey, hey, same thing, bro. I, I appreciate, like, everything you've done to this point, bro. Because it's funny because we were growing up as kids. And then now to be at this point, like, you and me here just having a conversation over a podcast, talking about your business, talking about mine, and just the stuff we've been doing, bro. Like, it's crazy. And I, I'm just happy. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm happy just in general. I, and I actually wanted to ask you because we were just talking about this a little bit before. Yeah. Bro, what was it like? Like, what's your daily life like now? Because, like, you don't work anymore. You start working. Now you're full time into this. Like, what's that like? Yeah, so I mean, prior before now is a before I used to, I was a manager at Jamba Juice, and before that I, I mean after that I was working at Whole Foods. I was there for about two years, um, but now it's like pretty much it's a whole new ball game. Now it's like I work on my schedule. It's up to me to get my things done. It's not like my boss got to tell me I got to do this, I got to do that. So I mean, my schedule is is just as busy as it was before. But now it's more dependent on me. Like, if I want to get things done, it's on me. I got to get up early to do this and that. Everything's on me now. Um, but the way my day goes is I wake up. Um, and the first thing I do is, like, I go on with different uh, pages to see where I can buy and sell. Um, I hit up a couple of my local resellers to see, work out some deals. But pretty much all I'd be doing is driving around all the bay, all around the bay and pretty much looking for some deals that's sick bro that's that's crazy because yeah you're your own boss like you know a lot of people like they're out here working for someone else but like what, what was it about like working for yourself like that really drew you to that or was it just something that happened like out of nowhere like how'd that how'd that start um me Percy, i would say i mean i've been working since i was a kid like since i want to say like nine years old like my pops always like took me with him to work like he had two three jobs two stable jobs and then the third one was just like side jobs whether it was landscaping um flooring remodeling bathrooms doing yeah, all that work so I feel, I feel as a kid he always pretty much took me with him to learn a lot of things and i would say a lot of that as a kid working with my pops had a big role into what i'm doing now um because like if it wasn't for him taking me under his wing to show me how to like how the real world is like not depending on my parents like you know it's like he would pay me like if it was like for the work that i did he'd always pay me so it's like as a kid i was like all right i got a like a little um i would say how do i say 
um like an incentive almost like, yeah kind of like a, what how the real world is it's not oh like, i like see what you're saying your parents like having them yeah like, he almost gave you that like wake-up call like yo like this is what life is like, like you gotta work you gotta actually earn your money you gotta like put in that work and you yeah. just can't you can't do it on your own because bro for me like growing up without a dad like it was really weird because i kind of had the ability to do whatever i wanted kind of like seeing like you know if i if i don't want to play soccer i could you know do track or whatever right but how would you say like that besides like at least like working wise like you think that like shocked your reality in a way or like because you said that that influences you was that more of like for example like me not being able to like basically have someone to discipline me and tell me like do this do that how how are you able to stay so disciplined now because i feel like you would have had that like your whole life, you know, and now you're like doing it yourself. Is that just how it goes? Or like, is that, is that, you know, something you outgrew or, or, or um, how, how that I happen? think everybody has their own like way of how, like, let's say like for me, like, like I told you, it's like that kind of showed me, but like they always, he always told me, he's like, you got to find something you like to do because like I said, he was working two, three jobs and he used to always tell me, he's like, you know what? You don't want to be working two, three jobs. You should find something mm. you like to do. I see what you're saying. And yeah. focus on that. So, like I said, me working with him as a kid and him telling me that, like, you know what? You don't want to be working two, three jobs and everything to make ends meet. You want to find something you like to do. And if you find it, go all in. Yeah. And that's pretty much what really motivated me to start pursuing a different route. Like, doing what I'm doing now is because as a kid, he showed me that, like, he always told me he's like you don't want to be what I'm do what I'm doing for two three jobs and I, I wouldn't have changed anything like I'm yeah. glad I, he showed me I'm glad he um, he pretty much taught me as a kid like if you want something you gotta go get it damn and he's like you always gonna have my support you're gonna have your your family right behind you but at the end sure. of the day it's like you gotta go get what you want he's like I can't tell you what you want for yourself yeah it's like if you want something you gotta go get it and so like, how did how did shoes like so how, how'd you land on shoes because i know like you had other yeah. passions you know like growing up like we you know used to play baseball and stuff like that how, how how did shoes come about so i mean since i was a kid bro i always liked jordans bro like i always like to have sure. like some dope sneakers on um and it was just it just hit me like we had graduated high school and even in high school i was selling shoes to some of my homies yeah and they'd always ask me hey bro can you get me some shoes i'm like yeah this is what i can do so <laughs> yeah. it kind of started off like that it was nothing that didn't look, look like, yeah, I'm going to be doing that when we were in high school. Yeah. But, I mean, it was some quick money that I could make during that time. And then right after high school, um, I, was up a, I was up in College of Marin, and my first pursuit was becoming an architect. And that's what, if you were to ask me fresh out of high school, do you think you'll be selling sneakers? I would have said no. Mm-hmm. But the whole architecture thing it really wasn't my route like i went to the classes it was cool don't get it twisted but you know i think it was i'm glad that i did that because it showed me that that's not what i want to do but then i was like i got to the point where i was like damn what am i gonna be doing like that's what i thought i was gonna do at a high school so i was in my room and then i was just like i have a whole collection of shoes i gotta say i got like 40 plus personal jordans for myself damn okay and i had been seeing people reselling shoes people that i knew and they were making good money up that so i I was just in my room one night and i was just like you know what i could probably do this Mm -hmm. so i pretty much i'm like you know i'm gonna gonna see how it goes 
I had some money stacked up on the side, and I was like, let me let me put and let me invest a little bit of money to this, and I just took it day by day. Consistency, I would probably say, is really the most valuable thing because you could start some, but if you're not motivated or consistent with it, you you lose focus on it. But I just I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna start off some. Let me just see how it goes. I bought some shoes. It wasn't quick. Like I've been doing, I want to say it's going to be a year and like about a week that it's, it's been a four year that I've been doing this. Um, but congrats, congrats, bro. That's like, that's amazing. But yeah, no, bro. It's like, that's pretty much what motivated, like how I started thinking about sneakers was because I mean, I always had, I always liked shoes. Um, I, that was probably like something I liked me personally. Yeah. And once I started seeing people that I knew that could make money off it, I was like, damn, let me see if I can do it too. And if that person, if, all I got to say is, like, if you see someone doing something, you can do it, too. Yeah. Like, don't don't settle, your, like, don't set yourself low standards. Like, if you see something, you got to go get it. So, like, me, seeing people that I knew do it, I'm like, let me try it out. And that's pretty much where I'm at now. It's like, I'm pretty much buying, reselling shoes. That's my main passion. That's dope, bro. That's, that's sick. I think that says a lot about your character, too, because, like, not only did you like follow your passion and kind of like s- you identify something that you liked, obviously, like we all like different things, you know, like whether it's sports, fashion, you know, m- creative, like making music, something like that. Yeah. And like you, you, you stuck to that, but then you put that discipline in, right. And you discipline yourself saying like, you know, not only am I going to be motivated cause you know, I have other stuff around me, but like, I want to make money. I want to do good. I want to be happy. And then not only that, but then you also took a risk, bro. Like literally saying like, nah, I don't want to be an architect no more. I want to do this. Cause you saw the, you saw the, obviously the, the potential in that, but also in the potential in yourself and you believe in yourself. And then now like a year later, like you're like, wow, like it paid off and it's, it's about to pay off too. Like it's, yeah. it's all, all growing, you know, I want to ask you then, cause you did take, you did kind of take that route away from school. Mm. What, what things have you learned being in the shoe business in terms of like financials or like making money, saving money, investing money? You know, the differences between like, you know, like the shoe market, you know, and stuff like that. And and not only that in terms of like financials, but then also like growing a brand and, and becoming an entrepreneur. Cause there's like that basically opens your your avenues to a whole new world, bro. Like being a businessman. Cause like a lot of people like our age, they're not really in tune with that kind of stuff. You know, what 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 have you learned, I guess? That's what my question is. Um, I would like the main thing that I've learned is like pretty much like managing my money is the most important thing because if you don't know how to manage your money bro it's like that's gonna be a big factor later on in your life but like certain like with the shoe in the shoe aspect bro it's like i learned because right off the bat bro like i was buying a a bunch of shoes bro like i was overspending Mm -hmm. and this whole year the process of everything is i had to learn how to like balance how much I spend because I can't spend more than I make. Otherwise, month after month after month, you're gonna end up be losing money. Yeah, so, catching up to that. Yeah, so pretty much like managing my money is probably the most important thing, and um, kind of just like like that's probably the most important thing because without money, bro, you can't you can't I can't buy shoes. I can't be doing what I'm doing. So like managing my money is, is something that really helped like. I'm doing a lot better now than I was a couple of years ago because, like I said, when I first started, bro, I was spending a lot of money on shoes that, like, I wasn't thinking. I was just buying more of an impulse buy because I'm like, oh, that looks dope. Let me buy it. Mm-hmm. But as the year went on, bro, it was like I started, like, 
managing my money a lot better, and I started to see the benefits of it. So I would say that's probably the main thing that I learned. And kind of just getting out of my comfort zone too. Um, like, if you know me, bro, it's like, I stay to my, stay in my own lane. I do what I do. Um, but in this aspect, I got to go out, meet new people. I got to make connections with people. So it's yeah. like, um, like, that's another thing that I learned too, is like getting out of my comfort zone. Like meeting new people, going out of my way because meeting, like you going out of your way can be the best thing you can do because um, you meet new people. And as a business person, as a businessman, it's like, you got You got um, You can only go so far by yourself. But yeah. when you make connections, it helps you grow. So I would like those are the. I would probably say those are two main things: like getting out of my comfort zone, and like and managing my money. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's that's crazy, bro. Because you're so young. Like you know what I mean. Like I think about this and like the stuff we're doing. You know, it's like like damn, we're so young. You know, like. But at the same time, it's like, like you said, like all it takes, like if you see someone else doing some like something that you want to do, you could do it. Like no one's stopping you. You know what I mean? Like I have that same kind of realization with this podcast and all this stuff. Like, you know, like the stuff I like to like, you know, the content I enjoy, the stuff I consume, like that's the stuff that I, I wanted to pursue. And it just happens like that. You know, no one, no one tells you, you know, you, you're going to start a shoe business, you know, and then, you know, learn to do all these things. You know, it's like, now you start doing it. And as you, you start following that like little passion, that little uh, curiosity, I guess, and it starts leading you into bigger avenues. And then once you, you start kind of enjoying that and then kind of realizing like, oh, that's the stuff I like, you kind of start to realize like, okay, now I have to put in some work, right? Like now I got to like, you know, do my research, you know, what shoes are going to sell, right? Like, what what shoes are going to have the best profit? You know, what shoes are like falling off right now? What shoes do you think are going to fall off in the future? Not only that, but then like also like tracking people, you know, not tracking people, but like basically building an audience. But like in a way you have to track what they what they enjoy, right? Yeah, you got to know your clientele and this is for anything that you do. It's like whether it's you selling shoes, whether it's you got a clothing business, you got to know. There's a market for everything, bro. Even the podcast, bro. There's, there's a market for everything. Mm-hmm. And once you find your market, bro, it's like that's when you can kind of go all in. But mm-hmm. in the beginning stages, bro, you kind of got to try different things. Things that things that you might not think will work probably might be the best move you can make. Sure. Um, but, like, it's just, like, putting in the work, bro. Like, you could have a bunch of ideas, bro. But if you don't test your ideas, bro, you'll never find out. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you can't. You can't, like, not try things because the best thing you can, the worst thing, the worst thing that could happen, bro, is it doesn't work. But yeah. now you, like, you probably have three more, five more ideas onto the next. And, but, yeah, no. Yeah. That's, um, that's crazy. I was going to ask, like, leading off of that, like, yeah, worst case, it doesn't work. I guess for you, what, what have been, like, the things that were, like, I guess either, like, the most sacrifice you've had to make or, like, the biggest challenge you've had, I guess up to this point because i know i mean you're only 20 bro and like you're doing good you know like you're doing real good but i know there's like obviously things that you know people don't see because they see the you know they see the instagram posts they see like the you know people with their shoes the stuff you be posting like honestly like that's smart the the stuff you show me with like the shoe box and like how you take those professional photos and then before how you you know you took a picture of them with the with their sneakers and stuff like that that's like that's all they see but they don't really see like the inner workings behind that what was like the most like difficult thing like leading up to that or leading up to this um i would say the most difficult part was the beginning of it because mm-hmm. like i didn't know what I, I didn't know what to do like i was like well, how should i approach 
what I'm doing now. And it's kind of going back to what I said. It's like I just started trying new things. Because if you look at my beginning post, like on my Instagram page, it was just a picture of a shoe. And as the time went on, I'm like, you know what? I mean, that's that's cool. It looks it looks dope on the picture. But what's something else that looks a little better? So I'm like, you know what? Let me try getting it. Like, because pretty much what I do, bro, is I got a light box. So it's like kind of like what you got set up, like with the lights and everything, but it's in the box. Yeah. So I put the shoes in there. And also, me personally, it's like taking pictures of the clients with the shoes. Like, that's also something I'm like, because they're happy with what they buy. That's the most important thing to me, that my clients are happy with what they're purchasing and that they're comfortable purchasing, like, shoes. Because when I say that, it's mainly, like, not worrying about if it's fake or not. Because oh, there's yeah. fake shoes out there, too. But my main goal is to pretty much make sure my clients are happy and that they're comfortable and about knowing if it's real or not mm-hmm. but so that's why i was like you know what maybe if i take a picture with uh, the clients with the shoes that'll get uh, the audience like interacting yeah. Like, yeah. a little bit more and sure enough it's paid off like making sure like i take the good pictures and everything because if from a consumer's point of view is like as the audience you look at someone's page and it doesn't look professional it looks kind of sloppy you're kind of not gonna you're not gonna feel comfortable to buy from that person but as I'm as I've been doing this for about a year, it's like I learned that I try and look at it as the other point of view, not the seller, but as someone who's gonna purchase from from a Oh, I see person. what you're I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. It's all about how it looks. If it looks not that great, it's poor quality, this and that, I wouldn't feel comfortable purchasing from from so and so. So you know, it's like that's what I'm like as I learned is like trying to take the professional approach towards it. That's a that's a really important thing. I, I never really realized like you, you have to see it from both perspectives, right? Like, you know, like not only am I putting out content, but I'm also I gotta make sure like what I really watch that content. Mm-hmm. You know, and the same thing for you. Like, not only am I selling shoes, but what I actually buy these shoes, like from the picture, like from the Instagram, you know? Yeah. That's smart. That's really smart. Like how did you learn to like basically think of that think of it in that way? Is that just like from like what you learned just off the bat? Like, you and know, it was just something that I just learned off the bat, bro. It's like I try and always look at two points of views because, like I said, I try and look at it from a seller's point of view and as a customer's point of view. Right. So that's just something that I, I personally just learned on my, like, I just learned, like, I just thought of it like that. That's interesting. That's but Also, I mean, also, I would say learning from other resellers who've been doing this for a while, kind of like seeing how they, like, kind of approach, like, take knowledge of what they do. And mm. kind of do it in my own way. Yeah. So kind of just those kind of grow into what I'm doing now. Yeah, I was, um, that's interesting you say that because I was reading a book and it's called How to Steal Like an Artist. And it's basically talks about how like all art is stolen. Like whether you like really think about it or not, it's true. Like all art basically is inspired from stuff we see like in the, in the world, you know, our perception of reality and the stuff that, you know, we see and people just put that onto like, you know, into art in in any form whether it's a sculpture or painting and then we we get influenced by those ideas and stuff like that and it's crazy because like we we look up to people right and like we try to be like them like whether it's a celebrity whether it's an athlete a role model or whatever and then we don't realize that in doing that we're actually like building our own character and building like what we want to do you know like for me at least like it was it was for surely my dad and then you know like looking into podcasts and stuff like that like i you know, I know a lot of good podcasts. Like, if you guys don't listen to other podcasts, like, listen to Joe Rogan for sure. Good bro, bad bro. Like, that's a really good podcast as well. And 
just like taking in all this information and then also like applying it to like your own characteristics and your own personality. I think it's like really good, like um, a really good way to basically express yourself while also keeping that almost professionalism uh, in a way. I want to ask you, like, I guess, furthermore, like what, who or what inspired you to kind of like shape the professionalism of like your brand? Because I, the way I think about it, like not only do you have a business, but you have a brand, you know, like I see you wearing the merch. Like, I, I really enjoy that. Like, that's that's clean, bro. Like, it's it's sauce. And like, you know, it, it takes time. You know, you can't build that out of nothing. You know what? What what are some things that inspired you or who like you uh, know, was anybody or something? Or I mean, I would probably say like. I'm pretty sure you heard of Gary V. Oh he's yeah, someone that you know he's always okay. tell, like preaching about telling people like, you know what, you're the most like thing like for us we're only 21, 20 years old. The biggest thing that we have against people who are double our age is our pretty much our youth. Taking advantage of our youth is the most event like best thing you could do. Try new yeah. things, bro. Like trying, like pretty much what like some of the stuff I'd be hearing that he'd be talking about is like taking risks, like doing things now. Don't wait till you're 25, 26, because we've been out of high school for, I want to say, three years? Three, three and a half, years. yeah, I'm bro. I'm telling you, bro, the years went by quick. No doubt. But I would say he's probably a big role into, like, kind of, like, also, like, motivating me and kind of, like, pursuing what I'm doing now because just taking risks. Mm-hmm. Like, use your age to your advantage because... Like he said in the, one of his, uh, I think it was a podcast or one of his things. He's like he was. Uh, someone told him, like I don't think I, I should have done this before. I should have done it when I was younger, and that kind of was like a Reddit, like a like a light bulb for me. Like it was like I was. I'm 21 now. I just turned 21, so it's like, why well, am I? I'm gonna be 23 in two years, no matter what. So I'm like, I better. Oh, how do yeah. I? How do I? Where do I see myself at 23? It's like. I'd rather start now than wait till I'm 23 to start. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Gary Vee is probably someone that I, like, I consistently like, li- like watch his content uh-huh. and kind of like motivates me and inspires me to do what I do. Cool, bro. That's cool. Have you seen like the stuff he's doing with like the NFT stuff and, yeah, and that no, space? I- I've been trying to get into that, but you know, it's like, I kind of don't know. Like, I'm kind of <laughs> like, it's a 50-50 for me, but you know, I, I want to learn about it. But you know, it's like, I'm kind of doing what I'm doing, but, you know, I'm trying to see, get myself into that, see what I can learn and see where I go from there. That's cool, bro. Yeah, that that's just, that's a part of the process, right? Just learn it. Like, you, you see something you like and, and you want to get to know. So you're like, all right, like, fuck it. I'm just like, learn. I'm a, I'm a research, read a book, read a, you know, listen to a podcast, a Gary V podcast about NFTs. You know, like a lot of people are going into the space, which is crazy because like, I think there's a lot of potential for it. Obviously, it's like really new, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, um, you know, I think taking that risk is is probably worth it. Honestly, like I definitely want to, you know, put put some content out in an NFT. You know, like for example, like exclusive, like you know, buy this NFT and, and you know, you get something in return. But it's just a that's a really big uh, investment because not only do you have to basically make sure you have the right culture, the right approach. You know, and not only that, but you have the right outcome of what you want. And not only that, but all the stuff that goes into actually creating a project like that, mm-hmm. it, it takes a lot. But I think that kind of reflects on what we're doing right now is we're, we're basically doing the inner workings of a big project. You know, it's like you're working on a brand, you're working on a business. What 
what are the different aspects of, of building a business that like would you never expect yourself getting into? Because like I'll give you an example for me making a podcast. I thought I just had to like, you know, record and then post it on YouTube. Right. So I'm like, OK, like at the le- at the very least, all I have to learn is like how to use a camera, how to use YouTube how to edit a little bit, maybe using Photoshop or Adobe Photoshop or, or Premiere Pro or whatever. And then maybe like that's it. But then I realized I'm like, holy shit. Like now I have to learn how to do graphic design to make a logo. Now I have to learn how to, you know, construct a website out of nothing. Now I have to learn how to construct a, a set, a studio set and learn about sound engineering and, and buy a, buy like equipment to, you know, to, to basically make it as professional as possible so I'm like, okay, now I'm doing like this, now I'm doing that. And then it's just, it's just leading me into many different places. Cause now I'm like, okay, like the other day I was looking at, um, Richie Lee, he's a YouTuber. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. Yeah. Richie Lee. So I was looking at his channel cause I'm like doing a little research prep for, for our podcast today. And I was like, now I'm like, t- like learning into fashion and shoes and reselling. And then like, that obviously leads me into economics. I'm an economics major. So I kind of enjoy that stuff. Yeah. But like, what, what about you? Like what, where did, where has this taken you? Like, where is this stretch? Cause it, it in a way, like it, it stretches your mind into like places where you never thought you'd be. Where, where what kind of places have you like mm, been, I, been exposed to, I guess. I kind of feel how you feel like you, you start looking into it and then you start expanding like your knowledge. You keep start going. You thought you were going this way about a certain, like your podcast and the next thing you start learning so much more and you kind of branch out. So, like, for me, too, it was kind of like, I thought it was just like, you know what, just post a shoe on Instagram and the clientele is going to come to me. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't work like that, bro. And <laughs> that's kind of like what I said earlier is, like, you got to go get out of your comfort zone. Kind of go to go to events, go to um, try and, like, meet new people. Mm. Um, but me, I had to learn how to, like, the different routes I kind of learned was managing my money. Kind of like marketing. When I say marketing, is like learning your okay. clientele. Yeah. Um, what sells well, what doesn't. Mm. Um, so marketing a little bit. Um, branding too, like, because branding is your brand is your name. Yeah. You know, so kind of getting into like the logo designs, getting into that. Um, it's like it's so much more than just posting a show on Instagram. It's a lot of stuff people don't really see from their phone it's the work you got to put in but like marketing branding um managing your money all that stuff like it's stuff that people don't really see but it's stuff that i learned i had to learn for myself too is like i thought like i said i thought it was just post this shoe on instagram and i'll get clientele no i had to go out of my way i went to a couple events i met new vendors me just selling to someone on the street. I have business cards. So someone, I remember I went to San Francisco to sell some shoes. And someone approached me like, hey, bro, you sell shoes? I'm like, yeah, I do. You got a size nine. I'm like, I don't know me right now, but here's my business card. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, just shoot me a DM, uh, your name and everything, and then I'll lock you in and I'll see what I have for you. Just like so that. So it's kind of just like getting, like, going out of your way to do things rather, rather than just wait for them to come to you. Mm, so, I see. I so, see. But like, yeah, no, it's kind of like it's so much that has to play into role. It's not just one specific thing, but yeah, just yeah. I see. Yeah, no, you gotta chase it, right? Like, the like I said, like you know, your mind starts going to different places, but you can't expect those things to come to you. You know, you gotta chase those things. You gotta chase the things you want and the things like you're willing to sacrifice for, right? Mm-hmm. And like you, you, you mentioned like going to events and stuff like that. That's really cool because um, 
you know, I think interacting with people is like a really important thing. You know, earlier you were talking about making connections and, and I did want to ask a little bit about that. How was, how was COVID like affected that or both of it? I don't know if I could say the C Man. word on here, but you I know. mean, it's affected everybody, bro. And like everybody, you know, um, but COVID has a big role, you know, it's like, it slows everything down in sneaker wise, like in that point of view, I would say like, I've been selling shoes since I was in high school, but I didn't take it seriously until like a, almost a year now. It's going to be like in a week, it'll be a year. But COVID really changed the whole, at least the sneaker game, I, I personally think, because with COVID, a lot of stuff was closed. People weren't working. People yeah. were trying to find a new outlet to make money. Sneakers. So during COVID, because before I used to be able to go to the store, let's say a Jordan releases, on, they always release Saturdays mainly. Um, I used to be able to go Monday, Tuesday, and they'll still be there. But with COVID, people didn't have a job. People were getting stimmy checks, like 2000 or more yeah. or less or somewhere around there. So people were like, huh, let me see if I can start reselling. So they were using that money towards shoes. Oh, I see. So people started getting knowledge about, hey, I can make money off of selling shoes. And like nowadays, bro, like you can't even get regular. I mean, unless it's like a not too popular shoe. They'll sit, but COVID pretty much changed the whole ball game, at least for reselling, because everybody resells now. Wow. Like, some people don't even do it full time, but you know, it's like one after another after another. So like nothing sits like, so for me, it changed a lot because I kind of got to go, I got to make sure I get there. I got to make sure I enter in raffles. I got to make sure I'm on top of the release because it's not like I can go there the next day and they, they'll still have a size. Nowadays, everything sells out damn near the first two day. Oh, shit. You get lucky if um, you don't, if they don't, like, if they have another pair the next day. But COVID had a big toll, at least on that. And I'm sure a lot of resellers can, who probably been doing this a lot longer, they've seen the transition of COVID and before COVID. Because, like I said, I used to be able to pick up a certain shoe. They'll let me buy, like, eight or nine. No way. But now they only limit a person one per shoe. No way. So it's like... It, COVID has a big change. Like it changed a lot. Like the way uh, retail stores start selling shit. Like how they do their sales. Like how, how does that work? Like how how do you? So do you like just go to the store and wait like outside? Because I seen like people wait outside. Like, no, for, so they don't do jobs. that no more. They actually stopped doing that. I mean, they they were slowly stopped. They had stopped doing that in some stores. Mm -hmm. But recently, there was an incident where a shoe palace uh, employee got killed in LA. No over way. a shoe release no way yeah so it was pretty they used to do first come first serve i used to wait in line for a shoe for like two hours before the store opened no. to make sure i got myself a pair but with the whole like i said with the whole covid situation everybody wanted to reset so there was more people trying to get shoes and they used to do first come first serve but there was fights happening like i said the most recent one someone got killed an employee Damn. over a pair of shoes that cost 200 bucks Someone lost their life. Did, did they get like shoot. shot or like what happened? Like, did they get like trampled or like, like no, people? No, or no, there was a video out fight? there. Like, my condolences go out to uh, the family, but um, there was like, I'm, I don't know what happened. What I had heard was that someone was unhappy because they didn't have no more shoes or something like that. And it escalated to the point where they got into it and the person who was trying to get a shoe pulled out a gun and shot. Uh, unfortunately killed the employees so that changed like 
retail stores like you know what no more first come first serve you gotta enter in a raffle or you gotta because everything's now is on the phone you gotta enter in a raffle like other stores you could do in-store raffle so you gotta go to a store and enter your name oh, the size you want wow that, cha- that changed yeah the game. before you used to be able to just like i said before prior to covid and Way before, I used to wait in line for like the longest highway was three hours, bro. God damn. I took my little brother because, like I said, they only let one person per shoe. I told my little brother, "Hey, bro, Yo, my shoe. come with me, bro. We gotta go get at least two, two shoes." Two shoes. Damn. Uh, he used to get mad, bro. Like he's like, "Come on, bro, it's early." And the mall, the mall where I stay at, like in Vallejo, the closest mall is Fairfield, so mm-hmm. they open up at ten. Oh, yeah, there's but seven a.m. waiting. There, yeah, I'd get there at seven. Oh God. Or like sometimes we had to sneak in to the mall and just try and go in right there <laughs> oh. um, but normally they open up the mall a little early but Damn. like nowadays you can't do that no more bro you gotta enter in a raffle and if they call you then you can come pick up the shoe oh I see that's I what I'm see. saying it's like COVID and all these incidents going on it's like it changed the way the system of how they like how they do the raffles because first come first serve it was dope but there was a lot of fights going on. There was people fighting because they didn't get a shoe. Yeah. People fighting with employees, which, you know, it's like, unfortunately, like, I feel bad for the employees. Yeah. I got to deal with that. Like, you know, it's like, at the end of the day, it's just a shoe. Yeah. But at the same time, but when it's a shoe you really want, you know, some people get... <laughs> people, some people Some people really, really want the shoe, bro. There's been incidents like that. Some people... I, I know I heard about some incident where... Like they try to rob like people walking out of the stores and all oh, that. Oh, like, really? Yeah. So I think I've I think I've know, seen that. That's it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. It's like people people who just look at it from the outside point of view. They just think, oh, you know, they're just buying shoes. Nah, there's a lot of things that can happen. Like there's people that like get robbed. There's people that get into fights. It's like it's crazy. I remember I skipped high school. It was my junior year. Uh, I'm pretty remember Nico. He played soccer. Oh yeah, yeah. Glasses. Yeah, me and him like skip school, bro. We went to the mall. <laughs> this is when Sheik was open at. Oh, at the Market mall. Mall. Yeah. Oh, I'm weak. Yeah. Like, bro, I heard they're gonna have them, so we went in the morning, and like, no, we're gonna give, we're gonna give them out later. So we were like, you know what? We'll go back to school for an hour, and we'll come and back. <laughs> so we came back, and there was already a line. No, I think I remember that, bro. I, I yeah, feel like I remember, I remember that. Like it was for some bread toe ones. Oh, maybe. Was, yeah, but no, we had to skip school for that, bro. And I remember when we got there, there was already a line. We were like, bro, we should just skip the whole day and stay in line. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have been first because when we went there, there was nobody there. No one, yeah, yeah. And sure enough, when they opened up the store, like, people were shoving and all that and this and that. Like, we almost, like, like someone shoved me and I shoved them back. And, <laughs> you know, it was like, I look, like, I look at it now, bro. I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, shit, like, it's not like that no more, bro. It's like. Everything, COVID changed everything, bro. There's no more first come, first serve. You know, unless you know them, you can maybe squeeze, get a pair here and mm-hmm. there. But, like, it, you got to you gotta put the footwork in. You got to go. I go to, me personally, I'd be hitting just about every store that I know it has a raffle, whether it's in Oakland, San Francisco, Sacramento. Oh, shit. Um, Vallejo. Damn. Richmond. It's all Bay. I, all Bay. Oh. Like, you know, that's kind of like, for me, like, I had a, that's why like my nine to five, cause like I was working at Whole Foods before, um, it was kind of slowing that down because I had to work, mm-hmm. you know, and there was, I worked every day except Wednesdays and Thursdays, shoe releases come out on Saturdays and they normally do, um, raffles on Tuesdays for mm-hmm. some stores. So, or 
So, is it so it's like on Tuesday they they you you enter your name and then they give them out yeah, on Saturday they, they call you up like some stores are different you know but the stores that I would hit they yeah. go they only do it Tuesdays Ooh. you come Wednesday you miss your chance no to enter the way. so you know it's like that was slowing me down too is that's kind of like why well, I'm like all right you know I have to call out sometimes like hey I gotta hey. I'm not feeling too well <laughs> of course that, hey. you know you gotta do what you gotta do though it's the hustle so, yeah. yeah but I mean man COVID. COVID changed that. You wouldn't huh? tell me, like, man, if we were going to go through a pandemic before, before we graduated high school, because we graduated high school. Right, yeah. The year before COVID yeah. hit, I would have told you crazy, man. Like, if you said, we're going to go through a pandemic, this and that. Changed everything, changed huh? Everything. One, one, one little thing can just change everything like that. Like, I, that's that's wild, bro. I, that's really interesting to hear, because I, I didn't really know about, like, the shoe game, like, the inner workings of it. I know we were talking a little bit about it. Yeah. But I, I did want to ask, like, so, so basically, it did, it changed everything. But how have you been able to like stay on top of the game, like for so like long? And then not only that, but like change with the times, because now like it's adapt like, to it. yeah, because it's now like I'm hearing. You, so do you still now? You just go to the stores and then yeah. um, you you buy the you get the raffles. You I enter your name. When it's, you're not guaranteed to win. Yeah. It's like some shoes I'll, I'll enter in like because you were able to pick a gray school and men's size pair per raffle oh so, oh i see what you're saying so sometimes like some shoes i was able to pick up like 14 pairs <laughs> but sometimes God, i'm only able to hit two or maybe just one mm-hmm. so you know it's like um it, it's it changed like it's i would say just staying up to date you know with everything because if i was to have stayed thinking the way i was thinking when i first started reselling things have changed like the systems have changed you gotta say you gotta you gotta know like what's changing and how to adapt to it. Like just staying up to date is what has helped me stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Because the way they do things now wasn't the same way they were doing things a year or two years ago. So just kinda like staying up to date with all the new news content about me personally, with the shoes, how stores do their raffle systems, you know. Yeah. yeah. So like for example, I'll say Foot Locker, right? Before, during the COVID time, like, you know, Foot Locker was doing, the more you buy, the more points you get. Companies do that all the time, like Chick-fil-A, uh, any, any, like anything. The reward they, they system. The reward system. So that's yeah. what Foot Locker used to do. Oh. And Foot Locker is under the same, like, owns Champs, Foot Action. Oh. All these other stores, Kids Foot Locker. So they're all under one branch. Um, but what Foot Locker used to do, they used to, um, the more you buy, when you enter the raffles, you have a better chance to win, you know? So oh. I would go into the stores and buy just about anything, whether it's T-shirts to build my points up. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a year ago, the more points you had, the more chance you have to, you had to win a pair. And yeah. during that time, bro, I used to be able to win like five, seven pairs oh, just by myself, you know? But now they changed the algorithm on how they do their things. Like now it's like... People were complaining. It's not fair that all these people who resell are winning, are the only ones uh, winning. So they changed their algorithm about, all right, we'll do, we'll mix it up. So now it's like, I had to learn, like, you know what? Because I was spending a lot of money just buying random stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I was buying shoes, regular retros, um, and this and that. But I had, to, I had to be up to date because I didn't know that they changed it. But someone I got worried about it. Um, from a reliable source like hey bro you know what they ch- they change the algorithm you know it's not always about who spends the most money now it's a f- pretty much a 50 50 so uh, like, like i said it's like every you got to stay up to date 
Because if I was still, I would be like, it goes back into me always spending a lot of money. Because like, mm-hmm. like I said, I was buying right, regular so retro, I was buying Air Forces, I was buying just about anything that I knew that I could personally sell. Mm-hmm. But now it's like the algorithm changed. So now it's not who has the most points. It's just about pretty much the luck of the draw now. So Damn. it's kind of like, you just got to stay up to date, at least for me, it's like staying up to date with how stores are doing their algorithms, how um, how they how they move like forward towards the, the raffle system and all that. But just staying up to date is probably the most important thing I've done, like in my, um, in what I do. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, because you got to adapt to it. Uh, like, and that's just whatever in life, right? Like, whatever it is, you just got to always be like constantly changing, constantly being fluid. You know, you can't do the same thing and expect the same results, right? Like, yeah, that's that's one thing I did realize, like, at least just, you know, going to school and then, you know, now doing this stuff like you can't really expect the same results. If you're, if you're doing the same things, like whether it's like the bad habits, you know, yeah, no, most definitely. and, and all that stuff. for anything in life, bro. You got to learn how to adapt because the way things people do probably did two years ago is not the same way they do things now. Yeah. So you just always got to, whatever you're doing, just stay up there. Like, for example, like quality of like technology. Yeah. You got to update your equipment so it looks more crisp. It looks dope. It looks very clean. Yeah. It's like yeah. staying up to date with anything you do, bro, is... Very important because otherwise you're gonna look out of date. You know, yeah. it's like you don't want to be doing recording and you're on like some that came out in 2009. Well, iPhone four or yeah, something. It's gonna be all pixelized now, <laughs> so you know it's like just staying up to date with everything is very important and has a big role in anything you do. Yeah, bro. No, Whether it's, it's like key. art, you gotta stay up to date with new anything trends. You, do, you know, anything. yeah, yeah, for sure. What uh, what what do you see for yourself and and you know in the next five years? What were ten years? You know what what do you see in your future? Like what do you what are you striving to do? You know what's what's in the plans? I guess like you know, you know um, I would say what I'm striving for is pretty much just to like just be like my own boss, like like just work for myself. You know, and but like my long term goal is to eventually get a store, like open up my own store up in Vallejo. Um, you know, because we don't really got that out there. Um, I mean, they got like retail stores but they don't really got no shoe like re- resale store like where they resell shoes and everything but that's probably like my long-term goal but to get there you know it's just like being consistent with it just growing expanding my brand you know i got merchandise coming on the way that's in the works right now too so just expanding like these these next couple of years just keep it growing yeah you know going out of state to do events going to out of state events you know yeah you can only go so far in your area you know like, the Bay Area is a dope area, you know, like, Facts. we got so much diversity out here, and there's so much you can do, um, but, yeah, no, just growing is the main thing. Uh, you, you were talking about events, bro, so what uh, what, what are those events like? Like, what do you do there? Like, because that's really um, interesting. Pretty much, it's like, you meet other resellers, you meet just regular people that just like, just like shoes, you know? Like, I just went to SneakerCon in San Jose, um, that was my first, like, event actually going just to buy but, you know, it's like I'm trying to go to events to sell, like meet new people, um, you know, growing because connections are very important. And then, it, like, for me, I feel like connections are very important because, you know, we help each other. Yeah. So and just the more, like I said, you can only go so far in the Bay, you know, or anything you do, you can only go so far in your area. But the more you expand, it helps your brand grow. Like eventually I'm trying to have people from. All the way from Florida to New York to all the other any other state, like 
eventually get my name out there too, you know, rather than just the bank, you know. I'm always gonna show love to my my hometown, you know. But yeah, to grow, you gotta expand. You gotta go out, go out of your way to put yourself out there. Yeah, no, that's that's so true because I think like we're we're always like in a little bubble. Like I don't know about you, but growing up in Marin, bro, like I feel like I, I was just growing up in a bubble, you know. Especially bring a person of color, like I just. I never really realized that there was like more to life than just where I was living, right? Like, and then you just go across, you know, across the the thirty seven, and you, you go to Vallejo, and you see like, it's a different life out there. It's it's completely different, you know. And you get exposed to that. I think for you, it was probably like younger because you you've been living there for what like. I, I since... moved out there in two thousand. I was like eleven years old. Yeah. I was in, it was the end of sixth grade year, like a little bit towards yeah. the end of sixth grade year, because we me at least for me, bro, it's like. As a kid, if it wasn't for my grandma that lived up in here, Marin, excuse me, um, I probably wouldn't have met both of y'all. Yeah. I wouldn't have met none of y'all because, like I said, um, my parents split up when I was a kid, so I was always back and forth. And for me, my grandma lived out here and my pops moved in with them since I was a kid. Um, so I was able to live in Marin. But my mom's was moving like every year, bro. Like before the age of 12, 11, we never stayed in a spot for more than a year. Mm. So we lived up in like, we were up in Richmond, like Pinot area, Petaluma. We were up in, oh, San, we were up in San Rafael for a little bit, for like a year, year and a half. Um, you know, so for me, being like going back and forth from Marin to all the other areas outside of Marin, I kind of. I see what you mean, though. Like, if you were to grow up in one area, you just see what you see in the, in your bubble. Yeah. But, like, for me, since I was always back and forth since a kid, um, until we moved to Vallejo, we've lived there for, like I said, 10 years, almost 11 years now. Because I moved out there when, like, 11, I'm 21 now, so yeah. like 10 years. Sheesh. So, um, me just seeing both sides, you know, it, it's like... Not just Blair, but any, like, just out of Marin. Yeah, you know, everywhere. Like Marin's yeah. cool, bro. Like, Marin's, you got adult people. You got adult people everywhere, mm -hmm. you know. But I just feel like in Marin, like, it's kind of just isolated. Everybody in Marin kind of just isolates themselves from everybody mm -hmm. else, you know. Mm -hmm. and I, yeah. that, that's just me speaking for me, you know. That's just what I've seen from living in every other, like, different other cities around it. But also living at the same time, because I was always back and forth, like I said. Cause if it wasn't for my grandma, bro, I would have probably never met y'all and... I would have probably been different schools like my little brother and sister. You know, they was changing schools all the time. Like they went up to Bahia Vista when they were out here. They went to Misha Valley, like the preschool right there. They went up to um, some schools in Petaluma. Um, same, my brother graduated from McDowell. I mean, um, what's that? It was some elementary school up in San Jose. Uh, oh, okay. Federal uh, Terrace, my bad. Okay. Um, he graduated from there, so. For them, you know, it was like they had to change schools all the time. But me, I got lucky because, you know, I lived with my grandma for a little bit on my pop side. So I was able to stay in one stay in one school, so I wasn't always changing. Um, but I kind of got to see both ends of, you know, back and forth from different different city to different city. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no, that has, yeah. No, I, I agree, bro. I see what you're saying. Like, because me, I grew up. I grew up in Canal, and then I went to Richmond, and then I came here. And that was, like, the biggest shock from Richmond to here. But I was so young. I was, like, six, seven. So it didn't really hit me until, like, you know, I got older, and I started seeing, like, other places, San Francisco, San Jose, Berkeley, and how, like, those places operate. But I, w one thing I did want to resonate with you is, like, I, I do feel, like, incredibly lucky, I guess, just to have, like, 
the opportunities that I had. And not only that, but just to grow up with the people that I did, you know, meeting you guys, like it was, it was crazy. And it was like, not only that, but I remember like we went to the fair, like, you know, yeah, Chris, you me. I think I met you back in uh, fifth grade when we went to Walker Creek. Yeah, you, you went to, uh, I went to Valcito. Did I meet you? I don't even remember, bro. It was, that was a long time ago. Because I met bro up in, yeah. up in, um, uh, you met, we met you at Walker Creek. You went to Dixie. No, I know, no, I said, you met, I said you met him at Walker Creek. Yeah, yeah I met bro. No him. way. Yeah, I met a lot of people up in Miller Creek. Probably, oh, were you in Kiki's cabin? Who's Kiki? The, that one, remember, 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 remember <laughs> you remember Enrique Moon Kiki? Oh, you do. Oh. Yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. So then I think, were you, I no, you weren't here, Kevin. No. Nah. Um, I was with a bunch of people. I was with Abby. Um, a couple other people from Mary Silvera and Dixie. Yeah. Uh, oh, remember Leo? Uh, Creek, oh, Leo. Oh, you were with you were in his. Leo, oh, um, shit. Abby, Sessa. <laughs> no uh, way. A couple other kids, you know, from Mary Silvera. Yeah. Dixie. Um, but yeah, that's where I met. Oh damn! Bro. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Well, that's that's what I'm saying, that was though, a blessing. Like, like if it wasn't for my grandma, bro, I would have never met none of y'all. Yeah, that's true, bro. I would have probably been changing schools like every other year, you know. Yeah. But I was fortunate enough to, you know, like my pops were like, you know what, we're gonna keep him here. He said he ain't gotta be changing schools, but you know, I wouldn't have changed anything. Like if I was to have changed anything, I wouldn't. I would have kept it as it is because I wouldn't have met the people that I met, like y'all. People from other like different cities, like you know, so I wouldn't have changed that at all. That's 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 a good message, bro. Yeah, like when if I was, I mean, I was gonna ask, but you basically just answered it. Like if you were to do it all over again, like what what would you do differently? But I honestly wouldn't have changed nothing, bro. Like I'm glad everything happens for a reason, you know. Like I probably wouldn't have, you know, like I wouldn't even be doing this podcast, bro. You know, like if because like I said, I could have if I. My pops was moving around a lot, you know. I would have probably been different. I wouldn't. Who knows? I would have probably not even been in Cali, you know. My mom's lived up. My mom's lived up in Oregon, so for like a couple of years. But she used to come visit me like oh. every two weeks when I was a yeah. kid. Like I don't remember too much because I was young. Yeah. But you know, it's like my mom moved to Oregon for a little bit. Yeah. So like whenever it was my my time to spend time with my mom, she used to come from Oregon. Travel back over here. But Damn. I have family from my mom's side who lived out here, so you know they could always stay. She could always stay with them. Oh, okay. But like I said, always like if it like if it wasn't for my grandma and all that, I wouldn't have met none of y'all. We probably would never been doing this. You know, I would have probably not have been chosen the route that I'm cho- that I'm doing now. Yeah. So yeah. everything that I that has transpired throughout the years, you know, I wouldn't have changed that because all it takes is that one thing to change that could change the rest of everything else. Damn. But yeah. I, I'm. I'm blessed to like do what i'm doing i'm fortunate enough and have learned what i've learned throughout those years you know seeing different things you know growing kind of like growing up a little bit faster yeah at a young age like my mentality was yeah maturity right maturity because most people when they meet me they're like when i worked at hopefully bro i was just turned 19 (laughs) everybody thought i was like damn they're 23 24 yeah because of how i personally am like how i carry myself Everybody was like, "You're 19, bro." Like, bro, we thought you were like 23. Uh, my other coworkers, they were 22. Uh, shout out my boy Renee. He, he was like, "Bro, I thought you were my age, bro." I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm only 19." Damn. It's like, damn, but you know, it's just, um, like everything you know that has transpired throughout the years kind of just made me the way I am. But I wouldn't have changed none of that. 
Like, no matter what circumstances trans happen or all that, you know, I'm glad everything happened. Everything happened for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. That's crazy, bro. Well, you know, we we just about to wrap this up. Um, I did want to ask, like, I, I did ask, like, what's in the in the far future? But like, you know, what what's what's up with you right now? Like, what you've been up to? What you, what you're gonna do? Like, you know, in the in the upcoming, you know, year, I guess. Like, what you know, any any sneakers you're gonna be releasing soon, or any merch you got going on, or um, websites, or you know, what what's what's in your books right now? Right now, for sure, is the merchandise, bro. We get the merch. Um, like I'm finally I'm finalizing the logo because I got a couple concepts, but you know I'm trying to see which one I mess with the most, you know. So um, definitely the merch this year I'm gonna get that locked in. I'm um, eventually get the website going. Probably might do that this year too, but for sure the merch is definitely coming this year. Um, new logo, new. Um, but just consistency, bro, and grow and growth, meeting yeah. new people, you know. Um, that's the main thing what I'm striving for this year. Like, keep growing, get the merchandise locked in, make new connections, and just keep doing what I'm doing. Damn, damn, bro, that's a that's a hell of a message. That was a hell of a podcast, bro. I really appreciate you for coming on the podcast. I think uh, this was a good ass episode. You know, we'll see we'll see what uh, we chop up with this, and uh, you know, you're welcome back anytime, bro. We'll we'll do some more and. Uh, you know, first to many, you know, so. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, bro. Shout yourself out. Uh, Instagram, uh, right, YouTube. Yeah, you can check me out. I don't have a YouTube. I just got Instagram, but I'm going to get started on Facebook, two other platforms, but y'all can check me out at Frisco's Kicks, lowercase f, uh, Z after Frisco, and then underscore Kicks with the Z. Um, you can probably just tag it on. The- yep, yep. Yeah, guys, check the links, all the links below. You'll see his, uh, his IG. You'll see my socials. You'll see, uh, any of the gear i used i'll have the links down below make sure you check it out and uh yeah without further ado uh we'll see you you know you gotta think it and you gotta plan it and then you gotta grind it out and if that's the case and we do that i think it's a recipe for success